Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. My name is Steve Cullum. I am your host, and this podcast is all about talking to student ministers, youth workers, youth leaders about student ministry. We talk to the people that are in there in the trenches who a lot of times you've not heard of their, their names, but they have great stories to tell. Today, we're going to be joined by Meg Nelson. She's the minister of uh, children and youth at United Church of Norwood, Massachusetts, and she also works with Young Life in the area as well. So it's be great to talk to her about both of those ministries and how they work together and how she's involved in both at the same time. We also want to let you know that today is the first time we have a sponsor, an official sponsor of the Student Ministry Podcast, and we just want to thank WorkCamp NE for being our first sponsor. WorkCamp NE is a week-long service-based mission trip for teenagers. The students work on homes for the under-resourced, the elderly, the physically unable, and basically they go in and they do this work on their homes. And this summer, they're running four weeks of camp in Vermont and New Hampshire. And it's been a great uh, opportunity for our group. We've been involved in WorkCamp NE for the last several years, and it's been a great opportunity to give our group of teenagers um, an opportunity to just reach out beyond their comfort zones and to help others in need. We've not only seen changes in our students as they go and and reach out to others, but we've also seen uh, lives changed and those that are actually helping. And it's been an awesome experience. If you would like to learn more about WorkCamp NE, just go to their website, workcampne.com. That's W-O-R-K-C-A-M-P. NE.com and those links will be in the show notes so you can definitely check those out and if you're looking for a mission trip opportunity right in the United States in the Northeast area check out WorkCamp NE and we're so grateful that they are our first ever sponsor of the Student Ministry Podcast with their help we're going to be able to be doing even more uh, for you our listeners so check their website out and now I'd just like to jump right into our conversation with Meg Nelson. So thanks for joining us, Megan. Glad to join you. As you might hear in the background, I've got a little dude with dad, so I figure it'll make things a little more authentic to life and ministry as a parent. Of course, of course. Yeah, you got ministry at home and ministry at the church, ministry on campuses. Um, so speaking of that, our first question um, is just let's tell tell us your story. What's what? How you got into ministry and that sort of thing? Like how? What's God been doing in your life up until now? I think it really all started back when I was probably in second or third grade, and a camp director came to visit my church to talk to us about his camp. And I just knew that that was going to be my special place, and I couldn't wait till I was old enough to go. And I started going right away, and God just did something crazy in me. And I had all sorts of different interests all over the map. Um, but even from that young time, I was like, I want to be a camp counselor for my whole life. Is that possible? <laughs> And um, as I got to high school and I was more involved in staff on the camp um, and really trying to figure out what am I going to do, someone suggested when I was looking into music at Christian school and I was looking in um, lists of majors and I saw that youth ministry was a major. And I was like, I could major in that? (laughs) It was kind of this mind-blowing moment where I was like, yes, that's exactly where I can channel all of my passions and all of my skills. And that's really where I was thriving the most was being active at camp and reaching out to other kids and peers and um, taking on leadership roles at church, even from a young age. That's where I felt that I was thriving the most. 
cool. and realizing that God just knew where I was going before I did. And so I went to Gordon and got my degree in youth ministry, um, um, was involved in a great church while I was up there, and then um, did some youth ministry outreach trips to Wales over spring breaks while I was there. And then I got hooked up with an awesome church right out of graduation. And um, I was there for about two years, and the church went through some major changes and some financial struggles. And I had just gotten married, and so we knew it was an important time, and important time to transition to work closer to where my husband was, if that was possible. And um, there was an opening at a church in the town over from my husband's office. And it just, at the time, was a great match. I was there part-time. Um, I was there for five years working with high school and middle school. And then um, had just a really awesome time there. And as that church was changing and as I was finishing seminary at BU, um, you know, my interests and my skill set were changing a little bit. And I knew I would have to dedicate a little bit more time towards my studies my last year. And so I found out there's a position at a tiny church in Norwood um, that was looking to start have someone working with kids and families. And so that's where I've been the past four years. Cool. I've also partnered with Young Life in the area. And so while I work with kids and families at the church, uh, because we don't really have any high school kids yet, mm-hmm. uh, my high school ministry is volunteer with Young Life. And that's been awesome to just hang out at the high school um, to meet new faces and new kids and go on crazy adventures with them. And so it's been a wild ride. Um, there's been ups and downs and challenges, but I definitely know that that's the journey that I was supposed to be on. And it's been crazy, but I love it. Cool. That's that's awesome. Just to, to be especially like a similar story to me, and like God kind of knew my path before, you know, as He always does. You know, before we were, I kind of saw it myself, and then all of a sudden things just start falling into place, and like, oh yeah, this is this is where God wants me to go. So that's awesome. Um, so, what does your ministry look like? Like, what? How does it all work together? Um, I know you're, like you said, you're with the church, but you're also with Young Life. Um, if you could kind of describe what what's you know, the, the method of how you do things and, and how does it all work together and, and that sort of thing. It's been a really interesting piece. I started primarily with the church. I was also my last year of seminary. So that first year, my focus was really on those kids. And I had a group of upper elementary school kids. It was kind of that preteen level. Um, so we were starting to create opportunities for them separate from the general kids church program. And so I'm there part-time, usually about 10 to 15 hours a week at the church. So I'm in the office, I'm developing lesson plans and schedules for children's church. We're doing family events that work together. And at a town fair, I was at another church's booth, and they had Young Life information, and I wasn't, there's Young Life here? <laughs> like, yes, and we actually need a new place to have club. And I said, that's really funny, because we have a full third floor at our church building that's not being used. And so that um, became a great partnership. So I just became kind of a club host for them to start with, where I was just kind of opening up the building, being there, helping out with things. Um, but then in the years um, past, I became I was training with them, and I became a leader. And so it's interesting because just, it's hard to make sure that I'm focusing on my church hours um, and honoring that church time because they're the ones who, you know, investing in me. And making sure I'm doing that. And so then usually in the afternoons, 
or evenings, a couple days a week, I'm out doing stuff with Young Life, whether it be in the fall or spring, we're doing club on Monday nights, which is more of an outreach focus where kids who might know Christ already or are more involved in the ministry get to say, hey, you know, this is a great place for me to bring my friends. Or we have a campaigners, which is our discipleship time on Thursday nights. And so my evenings and afternoons are more dedicated towards young ones and a lot of some of my Saturdays and weekends. And then church stuff, I'm in the office a couple of days a week um, doing all that planning and prep stuff. And we have our Sunday morning children's church. And we try and do events about monthly. We try and do those family events. So it's been interesting trying to then bridge that gap between those two. And so this summer we're trying something new. We're actually going to have people from our church who are going to be um, sending off and welcoming home the group from camp. Hmm. So the way people see our church is more than just the building where they hang out on Monday night, but they can actually put some faces with it and make that connection. Um, I've had a few kids who come to church with me from time to time, but I think that's been the biggest challenge with Young Life is getting those kids and those families to then connect and say, hey, this is there's more to what you see here on Monday nights, and we'd love for you to join us and be a part of it. So hopefully with a few new things we're going to try that will be able to better make that connection. Cool. Cool. So um, for those that aren't familiar much with, with Young Life, and others, it's kind of popular in different parts of the country and some areas it's working really well. Some areas they've tried and it's not so much. Um, what is what is a normal um, meeting look like for you guys on Monday night? Like what's what kind of outreach things do you do? Well, Young Life is interesting because even before you get to that club gathering that we do on Monday nights, um, our focus is really on contact work. And so we have a whole team of volunteer leaders who are, um, you might have a few kids who we already know, and then we're at the high school, we're at their events. Um, for me especially, it's been a lot with the theater department. We've got a lot of kids there that I'm connected with. So it's going, you know, showing up at the rehearsals before or after. And so then we have a gathering to say, hey, you want to hang out with us more, come to this outreach on Monday night. And it's really, our music is mostly secular music. You know, everything's screened. It's nothing profane, but it's a lot of Taylor Swift and country and classic rock stuff, a lot of journey. Um, and then we have silly mixer games. We have what we call a skit, which is the upfront, you know, two or three people game where it's really messy, usually or really awkward or just totally nuts. And it's the whole idea of breaking down barriers and building relationships. And so then we have one last song that we don't call it a worship song because these kids don't know God enough to know to worship yet. We call it a content song. And the idea is to align their hearts towards the message they're about to hear. And then we have a five to ten minute gospel message um, based on getting to know who Jesus is getting to know the reality of brokenness in our lives and why we need Jesus. Mm. And by the end of each semester, they're caring about their sin. They're caring about the cross and resurrection and asked, you know, where does this have to do with you? And what's your response to all of this? And so that's what our Monday nights are. We have a discipleship on Thursday nights. Um, and then we do a big camp trip as our big um, event every year is camp in the summer. Cool. Wow. So you, I mean, it sounds like you're pretty busy most of the time. <laughs> a little crazy. Um, you know, I've been trying to scale back once the baby was born the, almost a year ago. Wow. Um, we made the decision to, I took the whole summer off last year. Um, I was nervous. He was due the week of camp and luckily he came early. So I was 
and bored and sad I wasn't at camp. But I really scaled back because on some weeks, if we have our Sunday night leadership meeting, our Monday night club, our Thursday night discipleship, you know, I made the decision that to not be out more than two nights a week with that. And so really rescaling, like I would either be at leadership or I would be at the discipleship group, but I wouldn't be at both. Hmm. Um, and really trying to scale back. And I mean, a lot of the stuff, you know, going to the high school, I always bring the baby with me, which is great. Um, but it's really about making sure that I've been learning to scale back. I'm working from home two days a week and going into the office two days a week rather than, uh, you know, trying to overdo it too much. And so I've had to make some changes in my schedule and I can still get a little uh, over overwhelmed sometimes, but I'm learning. And luckily I've got a great support system with friends and family to keep me in check. Good, good. So you've had several years in ministry in lots of different situations and everything, as you said. Uh, so for those listening, um, what's maybe two or three tips, things that you've picked up along the way that you're like, you know, I'd really like to share this with other youth workers, maybe ones that are just starting out or have done ministry for longer than, than we have. Um, get a, got a couple of tips that you'd like to pass on? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think one of the big things is just – do what you can to nurture your relationship with your senior pastor. And it's going to look different depending on your, you know, personalities and the structure of things at your church and the structure of staff at your church. But I know that um, either I know when I don't communicate enough or I don't spend enough time making sure things are good and we're kind of, you know, both working and doing our thing, but not always connecting with each other, that things can get tricky and communication can get tripped up. And so I think just do what you can to nurture that relationship with your senior pastor. Good. It's good stuff. Huge. I think another big piece for me is no matter what the age, really look for ways to incorporate your students and families into the whole life of the church beyond student ministry. I mean, I look back and I see my graduate from different churches in different years. And without a doubt, the kids who already had relationships with adults outside of the youth ministry in the church, kids who had leadership roles outside of just being a leader in youth group, they're the ones who have found churches and connected with churches or come back after college to really be involved in the life of their church. Um, I know I struggled, you know, I saw kids who were upperclassmen where I would um, where I had places I had just started, who instead of going to go to adult Sunday school or doing things with the adults in the church after the graduation would come back to the youth group <laughs> because they didn't feel comfortable anywhere else in the church. And so I think those are two big things that I found have been the most important and have had the biggest long-term impact in ministry. That, that's that's so good. Yeah, one of the, the events that, that Meg and I both spoke at um, – I said last month or two months ago. Um, that's one of the things that we talked about in, in my workshop as well as making sure that you get our students connected in the life of the church. It's so important. And and like you said, like connecting with the rest of your staff, your senior minister and, and others uh, is, is crucial um, to make sure we're not doing things on our own. It's a, it's a group, you know, we're together as a team. So that's, that's so important. So. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we want to point people to you elsewhere online if they want to hear more about you or read more about you or re- maybe read more from you. Where is the best places for people to connect with you online? I think 
the best places, um, if you go to my Twitter handle is at faithfulmeg3. Um, I'm also, I have a WordPress blog that will be relaunching this summer. Cool. Um, and that is also faithfulmeg3, I believe, dot WordPress. Um, so, I'm um, good enough. I had all this written down. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, faithfulmeg3.wordpress.com is also another place to find me. It's called Attempting to Be Faithful Meg, because we all know we don't get it right all the time. <laughs> it's so true, but it's a journey. <laughs> awesome. Well, definitely, yeah, look up Meg on, on Twitter and, and her blog. It's relaunching this summer, so I'm going to look forward to, uh, to reading more from you as well. And, um, yeah, again, thank you so much for joining us, and may God bless your ministry. It was great to chat, and I look forward to more conversations. And thank you once again for tuning into the Student Ministry Podcast. We're episode five, but we got so many more to go. We have so many more youth workers, student ministers, youth pastors to talk to and hear their stories. If you want to get these each month, subscribe. So you can subscribe on Podbean, you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Just make sure you subscribe so that you can get it automatically each month when we release it. Also, if you like what you hear, please share it with others. Please share it with other youth workers that you think might enjoy this as well. And give us a good review on iTunes or Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Podbean. Um, the more reviews that we get, they're able, we're able to kind of jump up in the rankings and other youth workers are able to find us. So um, if you like what you hear, please give us a good review and share. That'd be awesome. You can check out all the show notes at studentministry.podbean.com or at my blog, stevecullum.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Steve Cullum and let me know what you think about the podcast and maybe someone that I should interview in the future. Again, we'd like to thank our first ever sponsor, WorkCamp NE. If you're looking for a mission trip for your students, check out WorkCampNE.com. We'll be back next month with another conversation with another student minister talking about student ministry. Thanks for tuning in and may God bless your ministry.